Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. You know David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and you know we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So... Um, have you ever dreamed about having or getting the best hand job ever? One that blows your mind and your load? Well, on today's show, we're going to find out how to rock the bedroom and make his cock squirm until it explodes and you become the most valued person in the world. I <laughs> am absolutely going to love this show. You know, so many of our shows are all about you, hun, and your uh-huh. pussy, uh-huh. and your squirting, and your tits. And today, it's going to be about me and my cock and my orgasms. Okay. And a little bit of edging. And we have an expert waiting to tell us all about how to do this. But before we get going, we want to take a minute to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex. But nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lube to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't even have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does. And what we're going to learn about today, you guys need one of our Top Waterproof Blankets because there's going to be lots of lube and massage oil. So listen up. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are so excited to welcome today's uber special guest erotic massage coach lee jagger from rock the bedroom she coaches um is here with us today and she coaches women on how to give the best hand jobs that will blow his mind and his load of course of course all righty uh lee jagger welcome to the sexy lifestyle again welcome back um and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to be here Thank you, David and Carol. I'm so excited to be here. And I just got to—I just got to say here to start off, I got one of your uh, waterproof blankets, and it's freaking awesome. <laughs> I love it so much. I tell people about it all the time. Yeah, Yay. Thank love, you. love. Thank you so much. Thank just you. go to Amazon and buy the top waterproof blanket. Um, and yeah, you won't regret it. I mean, everybody won't. loves it. You see yeah. all those five-star reviews. Everybody's loving it. Okay, let's get back oh, to... Oh, yeah. Super soft and it works. Perfect. Thank you. Let's get back to Lee now. Uh, Lee, just remind us quickly, because I know we've already talked about this before, but quickly remind us about how you got into this business of giving hand jobs and coaching women to be as good as you are. I would love to. I love this story um, because it's such an unlikely story. I used to be very passive in the bedroom. I was kind of the opposite to you guys. <laughs> I... I thought I was asexual. I didn't really enjoy sex all that much after the first two months of excitement um, happened. 
and I I would make up excuses to not have sex. So fast forward, I mean, that started from when I was 16 and began sexu- being sexually active until my mid 40s when I was um, I was actually homeless for a little while. And uh, when I got this call from this woman who said, hey, I saw your Craigslist ad looking for massage work. Have you ever thought of erotic massage? And at the time, I didn't even really 100% know what she was talking about. Um, So I said, well, like, does that include the happy ending? Is that what you're talking about? And she said, yes. And I said, yeah, no, that's so not my dealio. I was just looking for like therapeutic massage work. And, um, but like I said, I was, uh, I was homeless at the time. I had a 10 year old son. And so, um, I, I gave her my time and I thought, okay, let's just find out what she has to say. And, um, she said, well, you could do a forehand massage where you're on one side of the table, the, the, your, and, um, the, a pro basically is on the other side of the client and you just follow along and just, just take notes, you know, and, and do what she does and she'll take care of the happy ending, which was great because I had no idea what to do for a happy ending. My sex life was just spreading my, my legs and just, you know, let him penetrate me. And I had no game in the bedroom. And so, but I'm hungry. So I thought, okay, let's you pick it till I make it kind of thing. So I went in. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. It was actually pretty interesting and very eye-opening. And the happy ending stuff didn't look so difficult. So I thought, okay, let's give this a try. And there began my, well, my career in this. I ended up having like 2,000 different male clients. I initially only thought I would do this for a couple of weeks just to get ahead financially. But I discovered that I became more empowered in the bedroom. Um, I wanted to initiate more. I actually enjoyed sex more. I, um, I was into the, the penis, the scrotum, like all the, all the private parts. I was into it now because I discovered very quickly what to do with it. And I didn't realize that all these years, my sexual um, version, I guess, really stemmed from just not having some skills. I just didn't know what to do with a penis. I had no foreplay game. I had, I mean, intercourse was okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't the easiest way for me to have an orgasm. I liked all the touching, all the foreplay, and, but I just didn't know how to give it. So when I learned how to give in the bedroom... All of a sudden, things became way more fun for me. And it, I ended up teaching this to women and discovering that there's a lot of very disempowered women out there. They don't know how to ask for what they want in the bedroom. They don't know how to touch a guy's penis with any level of competency other than plain old up and down. When I, when I say the words hand job, most women think of up and down, right? Just plain old up and down, which I call spaghetti. <laughs> that's the that's what I call that technique, spaghetti. Um, but they don't know that there's so many other things that you can do with it, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. how fun it can be for a woman. Because a, a hand job does not seem like the most fun thing to do for a woman. And just in case your listeners are wondering, guys 
don't find that all that exciting either. <laughs> there are way more things that they would rather do than a plain old hand job, the way right. it's traditionally presented. Yeah, we're and we're so going to get into. I, we're going to get into a lot of the details yeah. of all of the things that you teach in your class. But I just want to hear a little bit more about you. Just the, your very first experience with a cock. Do you remember what that was like? And I know you were thought you were asexual, yes. but you obviously encountered cocks and you said you had penetration. But what was your first thought about a man's penis? Well, it's interesting. For the first several years, I didn't even see a man's penis because it was always under the covers. The lights are out. Um, I was, I was just like uh, about a month before my 16th birthday when I had my first, um, sexual encounter, I lost my virginity and it was to this guy I'd known for, I don't know, a couple of weeks. Um, I was really into him, but of course I'm young and I just want to be liked and we're fooling around in his, uh, basement bedroom in his parents' house. Of course he still lived at home and he was about. I think he was 17. He was two years older than me, I think. And um, things were getting a little hot and heavy. And he's starting to penetrate. And I, I just clamped up. And I, and it was start. It was uncomfortable. And I was clearly like, I'm. <laughs> my face was projecting. Oh, this is not feeling good. He could feel me getting tense. And he just kept saying, "Oh, just relax. Just relax." And that was my first time. It wow. felt like I was raped, basically, because yeah, wow. I was yeah. allowing it. Right. But my whole body went, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not into <laughs> this. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't have the words to say no. I didn't have the words to say, actually, can we just, you know, make out, can just keep <sighs> making out. And But I just wanted him to like me, and I didn't know how to say no. Right. And I find that even women 20 years into a, into a relationship don't know how to say no to the stuff they don't like. You're right. Absolutely. And, right. Um, yeah, and so, you know, when you're 15, 16, you certainly don't have a voice. And so that was my first experience. I did come to enjoy sex um, later, but I saw sex as this is my tool to be close to a man to be intimate to a man with a man um that was that was what you had to do you had you had to put out and but you know for years i never even experienced an orgasm because i was i was having sex with boys right yeah yeah of course (laughs) didn't consider my needs (laughs) yeah so not a great intro to sex thank god years later i turned it around awesome so you know fast forward to past your sex work um, career, you got out of living in a car, you got out of being homeless, you moved on, um, and you decided to create this brand called Rock the Bedroom. And in, in you know a couple of minutes, just tell us quickly what that's all about. Rock the Bedroom um, is all about empowering women, basically. Um, I help women feel confident in the bedroom. I show them ways to have physical intimacy without actually having intercourse. Um, I, I have nothing against intercourse, but, uh, there's the ways to spice things up and to really, um, love on a guy's body in a way that you probably never have before and to connect with your guy in a, on a level that you haven't before. Men love to be touched down there, but women don't really know how to touch down there. <laughs> a lot of women, not all, but you know, a lot of women know how to have sex, 
But how many women actually know how to touch and lick and, you know, non-intercourse touching? Not a lot. And so I find it's very empowering for women to learn these skills of erotic massage um, because it gives them also a voice when they when they're trying to fine tune what they're doing with their guy. They have to use communication skills. Beautiful. So All right. I, so, so I help. Yeah, yeah. So let's start right from the beginning because we're going to go through. Carol and I went through your whole course and we did everything that you told us to do. But let's start at the basics. Describe the different areas of a penis all the way down to the anus. Oh, I love this. Yeah, anatomy 101. Ladies, let's get to know the penis. <laughs> so there's, there's the head, of course, and it's very sensitive on a man. There's so many nerve endings there, and it's, it's sometimes too sensitive for some men to be stimulated there, but it's definitely a hot spot. And you've got the the ridge of the head, which is actually called the gland. The the head is called the gland. But the ridge at the base of the head, that's called the corona. And that's a very juicy spot to stimulate as well. There's a, a bunch of techniques I teach that stimulate just that little ridge area. Underneath the ridge is called the neck, where it kind of indents a little bit. And, and all men's uh, penises are different. Sometimes the neck is more prominent or less prominent. Um, then there's the shaft going down. We all know the shaft. That's the length of the penis. And there's a line that goes down that shaft that's called the raphe. And stimulating that raphe specifically is quite uh, yummy. At the top of the raphe, where it meets the head, the glands, there's kind of a little... Um, like an upside down V area. And that, that looks different on every man. That's called the frenulum or frenum. Some people call it extremely um, yummy area. Let's see. Then we get down to the scrotum and the testes. Uh, it's a lot of men have only one testicle. Uh, not all men have two, but typically there's two. Sometimes they're sensitive. Sometimes they're they're not as sensitive. Sometimes you can squeeze them. Sometimes guys don't want you to even breathe on the testicles. So you really got to ask your guy about that. Then underneath the the scrotum, which houses the testes uh, testicles, is the perineum, and that is a muscle that is very neglected. Total FOMO on down there. Uh, it basically feels like just an extension of the penis. Um, it's the base of the penis, basically. And it goes from under the scrotum down to the anus. Um, and then there's the anus itself, which can be very uh, stimulating for men to be touched down there as well. And you throw a bunch of, um, a bunch of contact on a few of those points that I just described all at once. Ooh, yeah. your guy's going to see God. Yes, <laughs> and that's the goal here, learning how to make God appear for your man, which I think is awesome. I love the whole concept of worshiping your man's penis because that is his most valued prize at this moment. And it's your job to take like, you know, the lead over there and make sure that you're worshiping it so you could become the most valued person in his whole life, which I think is a very, very good goal. I love it. Now, what would you say? Yes. Well, well I know most men want to be touched on there. You mentioned that earlier, but but 
they probably all wished that the women knew how to touch them properly down there. Yes. Um, Yes, but more importantly, I will say, Carol, that men want women to play with it like they like it. Yes, like they love it. No matter what she's doing. Yeah. Like they're into it. She's like, no, 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 I'm not done with you yet. Uh, I'm not quite done. Let me just linger here. Let me just, like it's a playground. When it becomes a playground for a woman to to experiment with and to, to play on, oh, that's so juicy for a guy. Mm-hmm. Every guy wants that. They don't, guys can feel when you're not really into it. When, when you're touching him as a means to an end, like I'm, I'm going to touch my guy's penis just to get him hard, or I'm going to touch my guy's penis just to get him off so I can go to sleep. He can feel that. So he wants us to touch it like we like it, Absolutely. like we're into it. Yeah, we make, can't get enough. Well, make it your sandbox, and you just want to play in your sandbox all night you long. Know, you know, I'm thinking sand is not the right <laughs> thing to okay. be talking about. Okay, you're right. A pool of oil Maybe is much more problem. Right. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> now, erotic, you learned about erotic touch from the professional who helped you uh, when you were a masseuse, and you helped you learn how to do it, the erotic touch and, of course, how to uh, touch a penis properly. But in general, why is erotic touch so important in a relationship? Oh, great question. It is so important because it's, there's something very intimate about intentionally taking your hand and touching your partner's private, not just bumping your privates together, but intentionally reaching over and, uh, you know, basking in all the sensations and delivering specific sensations that only your hands can. Your kitty cannot deliver these sensations that your hands can. <laughs> you can do way more with your hands. There's much more articulation there. Sure. Um, and when you are touching a guy's penis, that's his manhood. Like you are touching his soul when you're touching him down there. You know, like a, a guy loves to be touched down there anytime, even if it's not leading towards sex, but just in passing. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm fixing dinner. You walk by and I reach out and grab your penis. Like love guys it. love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because you're really touching an intimate part of him. And you're not saying, um, I'm only going to touch you there when we're having sex and when I'm getting something out of it. I'm touching you there because I love all of you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. including that area. Yeah, so I find that that intimate touching, whether it leads to playtime or not, is just so important just as an act of love and affection. And David, what's your point on that? You like to be touched everywhere, but especially on your penis? No, I love being touched everywhere because I can sense the intimacy. You were just talking about that, Lee, the intimacy, the romance, the warmth, the you know, love. You feel the love through my hands. I, I, absolutely. I mean, I I, I don't want to say love because I love having like a ten-handed massage, and okay. there's not love there. There's right. just a lot of hands. Okay. But um, um, just I love being touched and tickled, the bottoms of my feet all the way up to my bald head, um, and it's just you know sometimes it's not even. I, I might start with an erection and lose the erection because I'm focusing on the other sensations of the touch, but um, you know. I love long sex. I love drawn out sex. I love taking my time. And starting with touch is, is 
for me, one of the, the best ways to have great sex. This is a great segue into talking about massage oils and lubes and how important it is to have your hands all lubed up. Lee, tell us about all of that. That's a really great point, and I agree with you. It's really important to have some type of massage oil uh, when you are touching, especially his privates. Um, spit is not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, some oil-based lubes are fine. They're great, very slippery, very wonderful. If you're needing to use a condom, then uh, oil-based lubes do not work. And o- Anything oil doesn't really mix with a condom at all. It'll break it down. Water-based lubes will work, but they dry out super quick. Um, so you have to, what, for people who, can, who, who do want to use a condom later, and they want to use a little magic massage first as kind of foreplay, then they might want a water-based lube. And in that case, I recommend that you have a little finger bowl with preferably warm water close by. So you can dip your fingers in and just re-wet that lube. The lube hasn't disappeared. It's just dried out is all. So instead of using a whole bottle of lube to keep it lubed during your massage, use a little bit bit of lube to start and then just keep dipping your fingers in water as you go to reactivate it. One of of our favorites is is coconut oil. I know she does. Yeah, coconut oil is lovely. It's very uh, lubricating, very slippery. Always test a little bit on your man's body because some people react to coconut oil or any other kind of oil, you know. Um, almond oil is very slick as well. Um, my guy uses apricot oil on me and I love it. It feels really slick as well. Um, sometimes you can find a water-based massage oil or massage gel. It's called, I specifically love water-based massage gels because it's a combination of oils, but they rinse off your hands really well like it's not uh you don't even need soap to get the oil off it just rinses off with water it's fabulous um but a proper oil any kind of massage oil will do you need proper lube do not have spit (laughs) your lubricant just keep bottles of oil you know one in the bedroom one in the car one in the living room but like just have them all around so you have it handy in case the uh, the urge <laughs> the creeps on, up on you. We, we have a bottle everywhere. Yeah, we do. And of course, it's always nice to have the right atmosphere when you want to give an, uh, an erotic massage to to your man. You want maybe put up some candles and lower the lights and that kind of stuff. What do you recommend? Uh, all of the above that you just recommended, for sure. I mean, set the stage that this can be really relaxing and we are in no rush here. You don't have to perform. You don't have to crank out a, an orgasm quickly. Like, uh, set the mood for relaxation, whatever that means. Like, whatever music that's relaxing to your partner, put that on. Dim the lights, light some candles, have some type of fragrance uh, close by that, or, or you can get like essential oils in your massage oil that smell really yummy. Um, but, it doesn't always have to be that way. A lot of women I've found in my courses, they're like, oh, I didn't really get to it this week because I didn't have the time. Because they're thinking they have to spend so much time setting the scene and taking a whole hour out to to massage their guy. But really, like what I like to do in the morning, it's like a five or 10 minute magic massage, 
I don't do anything but just shift my position in bed and go to town on my guy. He, we've, we've connected for the day. He's going off to work with a big, huge smile on his face. No setup required whatsoever. Right. I mean, we maybe, you know, pull the curtains so it's a little bit darker in the room. <laughs> but, you know, if, if, it, if you're busy trying to set up the room um, and trying to make it really great setting and because you don't have that time, you're just you're going to skip it. I would say skip it. Skip, skip the setup and just go to town on his drive. <laughs> yeah. He's going to like it either way. His eyes will be closed most of the time anyway. So, <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah, I yeah. mean. D- Dave is definitely romantic. He loves the candles and the incense and all that nice smells. But if I were to just jump on him and start, you know, pulling on his cock, he's going to love that too. So, yeah, absolutely, obviously. <laughs> absolutely. But I, I want to I, I go back to one thing that Lee said about slowing things down. Um, talk about the importance of, you know, sometimes you're busy. You're just talking about a quick five, ten minute hand job or a quickie in bed. But Mm-hmm. When you do these erotic massages, I know when we followed your courses and in the second segment of the show, we're going to talk about the courses that we followed, but you talk every time about, you know, warming up his back and, and, and doing the whole um, A to Z and not just going right for the cock. Why is it so important to slow things down? Uh, this is a great question, David. And I there's kind of two parts to it. Like they're slowing down. Um, and then there's massaging our other parts of his body first as sort of like a foreplay um, technique. So, yes, I, I love the idea. Of, it, I think it's important to massage other parts of his body as a lead up to getting to his private. Absolutely. Um, so that it's not just uh, it's not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, kind of, um, or thank you, sir, <laughs> kind of situation. You you want to milk it. You want to tease him. You want to get him so turned on without even touching his his cock, like, or even just grazing it just barely to just drive him wild and make him beg you to squeeze it, right? That's, yeah, absolutely. That's the good stuff is all the, the foreplay, the lead up. So that is... I think extremely important if you've got some time, if it's not a quickie. However, if, if you only have time for a quickie, I want to say these words. These are so important. Everybody write this down. Go slow for the quickie, which sounds like an oxymoron. But even if you have 10 minutes, everything that you're doing is super, super slow. Maybe the last 10 seconds when he's like, okay, I just got to blow my load and he wants you to go faster. Fine, go faster. But the slower you go, the more turned on he will be. And of course you're teasing at the same time. In almost every, yes, it's so luxurious and it, it feels like a very slow, luxurious, I'm milking this whole experience when you go slow, even if it's only 10 minutes. And it's like it's like it edging, doesn't right? Feel it's, like a cookie. And maybe he's getting yeah. to the edge a little bit, then you pull back, and then you get to the edge a little bit. This slowness is really teasing a whole lot, and he he might just be begging for it, like you said. Yes, and and physically going slow, like don't do the technique fast. Do that technique in slow motion. Okay. Okay. Cool. Even if it's not a, a, an edging thing, if you're if you got both hands around his shaft. And you're working it. You're working it slow. Trust me, it feels so much better. And there, are, there's a time for that. 
but most of it is slow. This feels good. And maybe we should have qualified what what is edging and and why you incorporate into your courses. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. Not everybody knows what edging is. Edging is bringing a guy close to an orgasm, but not letting him have one. Like backing away, not taking your hands off his body to stop that orgasm, but just going to some more vanilla kind of touches, less stimulating type touches to take them down just a little bit and then work them back up and then take them down. And the reason why you want to do that is because by the time he does have an orgasm, it is stratospheric. It's way more intense if you've edged him a little bit than if you just go straight for the, you know, going falling off the edge into an orgasm the first time he feels the urge. Then it's a mediocre orgasm. But we want stratospheric orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to have one, let's make it good, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I I recommend a lot of a lot of edging, even if you got ten minutes and ten minutes only, you can still edge. You can still tease him a bit, um, getting to know his body and what's more stimulating, what's less stimulating, and go to the less stimulating stuff. Uh, when he's when he's approaching the orgasm. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to hang on for a second while we remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're chatting with erotic massage coach Lee Jagger from Rock the Bedroom. Now let's tell everybody about topless travel and the amazing trips that we have planned for next year. Absolutely, absolutely. You know we love to travel. We love topless travel, and they do provide the sexiest and most erotic vacations ever. From Hito 2 in Jamaica to Desire in Cancun and, of course, all the Bliss Cruise experiences, Topless Travel is our number one choice and needs to be your number one choice. Their trips and events are all about the people and the sexy, fun experiences, of course. So let's just shout out to sexy host couples, including Jessica and Justin and, of course, Party Mark. They're there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely. And you'll find us on lots of the amazing Topless Travel trips. Um, listen up. The next Bliss Cruise in November is sold out. Desire Pearl is sold out in October. So if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party of the seas, one of the li- biggest lifestyle parties of the seas, then go and grab your cabin for the April Bliss Cruise. Join us on the Celebrity Summit from April 17th to 22nd, 2023. We're going to be on board broadcasting live. We'd love to meet you and maybe have you on one of our shows. For sure. And for more information about this trip, or any of the other Topless Travel events, just go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Also, let's just remind everyone that if you're looking for an online open-minded community to find compatible people and events in your area, you should go to stc.com and use promo code 30314 for your first month free. Check it out. Absolutely. All righty. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Yeah, this part of the show is where we get down and dirty with our guests. And today we're going to ask Lee to describe in detail some of her favorite techniques that we actually experienced. Oh, we're going to tell her about some of our favorite <laughs> ones too because we did this whole uh, course that Lee... Um, um, Poor David had to lie through hours and hours of having his cock rubbed and touched and loved. Are you saying you didn't enjoy it either? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about how much All I enjoyed right. it. All right, so Lee, 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 
So you have 69 <laughs> erotic massage techniques. Why are there so many of them? Because there's so many delicious things that you can do with a penis. And Who would know boys. that? <laughs> yes, right? I learned. There, we think of a few, you know, there's, there's up and down. There's a few different things that we know. But when you end up touching over 2,000 penises, like I did over several years, you start getting creative uh -huh. and um and yeah so there's just so many things that you can do there's well over 69 at this point but 69 is a good number we love um number. <laughs> and most people don't even know that you could do 69 different things <laughs> yeah. with all of his private but um yeah it's, there's just so many things that, that you and combinations of things when you put two separate things together at the same time that's when the magic happens all right <laughs> yeah. so for sure so 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 before we get into you know the ins and outs why are all the techniques named after foods peanut butter <laughs> guacamole yeah i well i started creating all of these techniques and teaching them to people and instead of having, you know, 35 words to describe how to do that technique and to remind them, oh yeah, the one where you do this and this and this and this, it was just so much easier to name them, uh, just a name and then, you know, brings back, oh yeah, that's right, I know that technique. But the reason why I named it after food is because it's just so, mm, just like there are so many different foods to enjoy, like spaghetti's great, but if you only had spaghetti to eat for the rest of your life, that'd be kind of boring. We like a banquet. We like a variety of food to eat. That's just delicious. And there are so, so many delicious ways to touch your guy's penis. So I equate it to like a whole banquet. So food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's great. It did, uh, also does help remember because you kind of named the technique that has a little bit of a resemblance of that particular food, which is, is good. Like spaghetti being straight, you're going straight up and down. And then uh, you, when you twist, it's the ravioli. And when you go up and over the head, it's like the popsicle. Like they're really good names that you've, you've chosen. What's, and it what's does help to what's remember. What's really cool is we had a lifestyle party here a few yeah. weeks ago and we had a, some friends in from out of town. And Carol showed them what peanut butter was. And um, we were talking to them the other day. And it's like, you know, we're, we're, we do peanut butter every night now. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. You know, uh, just credit that to Lee Jagger. Yeah, it was very uh, fun. And uh, <laughs> Lee, you know, just, just, just walk us through what peanut butter is. Peanut butter is stimulating that part of his body that's under the scrotum that I talked about. It's called the perineum. And you're you're using either one or two or even three fingers to uh, to stroke along that muscle. And the reason why peanut butter is so yummy for most guys is because his G spot, the prostate, is on the other side of that muscular wall, that that muscle that you are that you're stimulating. You're indirectly stimulating the prostate without having to stick your finger in, into his butt. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that, but but that's the reason why it is so um, so delicious 
is because you're you're getting a little prostate action with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love you can it. press lightly or hard. I love it's, it. It's up to your guy. I don't like peanut butter as a food. I love peanut butter as a hand job. So <laughs> good on Lee. Yeah. So 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 I, I mentioned I mentioned earlier that this is the second time you've been on our show and the first time we went through your courses and we did them a little too quickly and you came back to us and said you need to do the course from A to Z and follow every you know minute of it and it's not very long every module is about you know 15 minute intro then about 30 minutes of all the different food type hand jobs to do why why did you slap us on the hands and say you need to do it the right way don't take a shortcut <laughs> I did verbally slap you on the hand because I mean that's the that's our typical go-to is like oh this is great let's watch more let's watch more this let's watch more this is what I'm getting t- turned on just watching this David and sure so did. You guys watched it all. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure David is yes. like salivating yes. at all the possibilities. Um, but but the best way to actually learn the techniques and retain the information and make it a part of your regular routine of sexual interaction is to learn a little bit, learn, you know, play a couple videos and then maybe take a couple notes and go and do it and do it a few times. That way you get it in your muscle memory. Um, you experiment, oh, okay, so that didn't really work. That didn't work on him. He didn't particularly like that, I wonder why. And then going back and learning a little bit more and then trying it out. And then just by learning and getting feedback as you go, you will retain the information so much more. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I do wanna say, the, the course that you guys are talking about is Erotic Massage Mastery. That's the big, huge, um, signature course. There are other smaller courses. There's a date night erotic massage and a, um, a rock the bedroom challenge that are definitely much more bite sized where you could watch the whole thing and then go do it. Um, that's fine because they're, they're, it's a 20 minute training and then you're done. Um, but just for your listeners so that they know you guys are talking about the big mama course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, it's hours worth of of information it's a whole library that'll keep you um you know and in that particular well the way that we learned from that big module is uh you know on each section we started with his front down so started working on his backside whether it was his glutes or his legs or his shoulders or back or whatever it might be and just teasing the front and the cock by getting under there and into the creases and then you roll over and then that's when the real sandbox fun begins right which is what I really loved and even watching you move with a live model because I mean you're talking us through it and you're using a live model who's got a beautiful cock by the way and so I'm watching you stroke him and then I'm stroking David and I'm just dripping juices just dripping I was so 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 turned on every single time I did these activities so yes it is a lot of work for her for me to massage David for hours on end but it was still super super um stimulating I guess that is and then we had amazing sex afterwards so Lee so Lee we're going to get back to the amazing sex in a a second (laughs) I'm not not blowing it off here but um, is it okay while you know Carol's massaging me that I'm like playing with her pussy that I'm 
grabbing her ass or am I just supposed to lie there and focus on her hands on me because she was getting turned on her pussy was dripping wet and I ended up you know putting my fingers in and she was squirming around and and you know we're gonna ask you a question after is it okay to fuck in the Mm -hmm. middle of this massage but is it okay for me to pleasure her while she's massaging me I will, yes, absolutely. However, I will say if you are trying to pleasure her while she's pleasuring you, just know that some of your attention is not on the sensations that she's creating for you. I would agree. So I do often um, invite like my guy, I tell him, you just, you just hang on, hang on to my leg or hang on to something, just buckle your seatbelt and we're going to go for a ride and you don't have to touch me at all. I love doing that so that he can be 100% um, in the moment of what I am doing to him. Like he, he literally, I'm not even kidding you. He's got his eyes closed and then he, he lifts his head off the pillow, looks down with these big googly eyes at, at, at his dick. And I'm like, what do you do? Did I, is that okay? Did I hurt you? Like what happened there? And he says, no, I'm just making sure it's still attached because I swear to God, I was having an out of body experience. I went down a wormhole and I was in a different dimension and, but I'm still feeling your hands on my cock, but I just didn't feel like I was attached to it anymore. It was that mind blowing. So, so he would not have gone there had he had a finger in me because then he's thinking about what he's doing to me. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with, with playing that, you know, reciprocal action. But to me, the real fun is where I can take him when he is not touching me. Mm. And what if, what if Carol, you know, saw my erect cock and she wanted to like suck it or deep throat it or do something like that during the massage? Is that okay? Yes. Yes. I mean, for example, if she's got her thumbs on your frenulum, the base of your head at the front, and he's she's doing uh, guacamole. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, guacamole? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if she's doing that, and she's got the this idea, oh, I bet that would feel great if I used my tongue. Then, yes, lean down there with, while his eyes are closed and, and just kind of substitute your thumb for your tongue <laughs> and that might kick it up a notch because your tongue's going to be a little bit warmer and yeah. it's slightly different texture than your thumb. And the, I mean, there's so many techniques that you can substitute your lips, your tongue um, in, in place of your fingers. And that what if, is so and, and what if she just wanted to jump on it and ride it and fuck me cowgirl? Then the massage is Absolutely. over. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the massage can be used as just a warm up, a, um, you know, a, a really juicy playtime foreplay session to lead to intercourse. So if you're both so hot and heavy for each other that you just got to have penetration, I say go for it. Whatever is working at the moment um, and, and it feels like that's the next logical step, then yes. Absolutely. All right. So here's the next logical question. So we didn't do the fucking and we didn't do the sucking because we said we were going to follow the course just the way it's laid out. But during the massages and all the different modules that you have, I, I, I wanted to come so many times, but I held off. Is that the right thing to do or should I just simply have let go? Um, it's really personal preference, but I like that you held off because 
it just prolongs the bliss. It prolongs the lovemaking, the, all the sensations. Like once, once you come, it's pretty well over, right? So, so I highly encourage people all the time, don't race towards the finish line. Like really make it a marathon because it's just so much juicier. And by the time you do cross that orgasmic finish line, then it's usually more intense and much more satisfying. And I, and I know so Ca- I think you did the right thing. And I know Carol knew she was turning me on because the pre-cum was just oozing out of my cock. But it was like, and, and I communicated a couple of times. I said, okay, you need to go to my thighs. You need to go away from the head of my cock because <laughs> I'm ready to blow. Yeah, yeah, which was good. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's great that you actually, you know, verbalize that instead of just, just let her do whatever she was going to do. And then you can't help but going over the edge. Um, it's important to have that communication back and forth. Just ask for what you want. You know, and maybe there's sometimes you just, you just want a 10 minute cookie and that's cool too. Well, here's a good point to start by telling you that those hot towels, I would never have dreamt that it would be so effective and what a beautiful way to end the massage. What did you think about the hot towels, David? And that's just spectacular because the hot towels, number one, got some of the massage oil off my body, which, you know, made me feel like, okay, now we can move over to the bed. Even though we have our top waterproof blanket, you don't want to be too gooey and slimy. But the warmth was just like, okay, you know what? You've done your work. Now we're calming down to build it back up again. And you know I love warmth in my body. I love when you're when we, we love sweaty sex. So uh, the hot towels is definitely a beautiful sensation because, again, it's another temperature variant, a different change. It's like your hands to your mouth that are hot towels um, around those very um, – um, sensitive erogenous zones. And I would never have guessed the, with the technique that you uh, describe how to prepare the hot towels, I would never have guessed that that would be so effective. Why don't you describe, well, we used the one with the heating pad. We we made the, prepared the hot towels and put them in the heating pad beside the massage table while we were doing our work. That's great. I love that you did that because then they're right there. You don't have to go to a, a sink and warm up the water, right? Um not everybody's going to get a towel warmer and they run, I don't know, hundred to $150 on Amazon and they're handy to have, but you really don't need to get one. Um, I like that you wrapped. So to describe for your listeners, um, so they could do it at home. Um, you take a, a few washcloths, get them, um, get them wet with warm water, start out with warm water. Squeeze all the water out of them as much as you can so they're not dripping because dripping really hot water is not fun. <laughs> You'll burn them. So squeeze all the water out and then wrap them up in a plastic bag or something where they're not going to um, get anything else wet and you're going to maintain the moisture in there. And then wrap them up in a heating pad or electric blanket or something just to keep that heat in there and it'll warm it up even more. Um and, and that way, it's just right there. You don't have to leave. If you don't have a heating pad, then you could, um, you could go to the sink and, and heat up your washcloths with some hot water. But I would run the hot water just a little bit to make, to make it hot. Like if, if it takes you 30 seconds to get hot water out of your tap, that's going to be a drag leaving your guy for 30 seconds to get those towels hot. Um, so pre-run the hot water so that it's, kind of primed so when you have to run back to that faucet it's good to go um 
or pre-boil some water and just have some some really hot water in a bowl um, so that you can dip some washcloths in there. But I got to say, don't. But, uh, but though, yeah, don't, don't skip. skip it. Yeah. <laughs> don't skip. It's good. And I mean, I yeah. even felt good because I really felt like I was doing that last beautiful step. Right. I was worshiping the cock and then mm-hmm. just take, it's really finishing off the job, whether he, he came or not. Like if he came, of course, it's, it's a cleanup as well. But even if he didn't come and we were about to go fuck, it's still a beautiful way to finish the job that you did. On that your portion of the evening yeah, or afternoon. Yeah, yeah. because the feeling that, that I got while I was doing this the whole time was, was I was sharing my love with him. And I, I agree mm-hmm. when he says there's 10 hands on you. It's not love. But when I I'm doing it to my own man uh, for sure you're just feeling the love going out on you and you just feel like you've done the best job possible by finishing off with those hot towels oh my god that was like the best absolutely yeah and how many women have you know after after he's come in your hands, and then you just you, you take your hands off and you go wash up and throw That's him it. a dry towel for him to <laughs> clean himself up right so yeah. this is a really honoring way to just favor the that blissful moment and he's still on cloud nine and you don't want to yank him off cloud nine yet you want to gently bring him down so yeah it's it's just such an honoring thing to do yeah i agree so of all the 2000 men that you've uh, massaged do you have some favorite go-to maneuvers that you know for sure he's gonna love uh Yes, I do. I have a lot of favorites, but um, I have a, a couple of favorites that I'll share. Uh, one that I offer for free on my website, rockthebedroom.com. It's called Powdered Sugar. It's super, it looks pedestrian. Like it looks like it's nothing, but hands down, every man on the planet responds to this because it's so easy. And like you said, David, like you like to be tickled and you like you like to be squirming and whatnot. Powdered sugar makes them squirm because it's this light feather touch. And I offer this for free, by the way. This is free on my website. Um, it's the light feather touch with your fingertips or your fingernails all over his body. And I show you in detail exactly how slow to go. Um, the super sensitive areas on the body. Um, but it's, and and it sort of warms him up to being touched everywhere, to being edged and teased everywhere before you even touch his cock. And you could do powdered sugar all, all over his, his privates as well. Yeah. But I find it, I love to make him squirm so much that, so that he's begging me to squeeze his dick. <laughs> like if I can get him going, oh, please squeeze my dick. Just like, touch please me. Touch. <laughs> oh my God, I love that sense of power and control, but it's a feminine power. It's not a masculine power. It's just this lovely, giggly, fun thing that I do. Powdered sugar is just awesome. So that's number one, super easy. Anyone can do it. Number two, um, oh gosh, it changes all the time. Um, but one that I particularly like these days, which is super simple, I believe it's called corn on the cob, um, where you're go- you've got your hand wrapped around his shaft right at the base. And um, this works whether he's erect or not, I will just say. Even powdered sugar, he does, for those listeners out there who have a guy who has, has ED, erectile dysfunction, both of these work. Um, so corn on the cob, his hand, my hand is wrapped around his shaft and I'm slowly moving my hand up the shaft over the head. And then before 
I break contact with that first hand, I put my second hand underneath, grab the base of the shaft again, and continue to go up. So it's this conveyor belt of one hand then the other, squeezing him fairly firmly, going upwards. It's not a downward stroke, but going up towards the head. And the thing that really puts it over the edge, I go super, super slow. I push a little extra pressure on that raphe, that line down the center of his penis that I was talking about, a little extra pressure there. And as I go over the head, this is super important. I go extra slow and every single finger of mine catches on his corona, that ridge at the base of his penis. It's like it's like clunk, 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 clunk over every one of my fingers. Um, and and that is super stimulating. It just sends them through the rope. Wow. And so one hand, then the other hand is just super slow going upwards. But make sure you kind of catch your fingers underneath that corona and really, really milk that edge of the base of the penis as you're going I'm, up. I'm oh, getting, it's, it's so I'm delicious. Getting, I'm getting hard. I know, right? Are you getting turned on, David? Again. I mean, I watched Lee do it on the I on knew the I would. course, and now she's reliving it in my head again because it's one of, one of my favorites. So, Carol, what are your two favorites? Well, I... I'm going to let Lee describe them, but I'll tell you the Tootsie Roll is one of the things that really stimulated David a lot. He liked that. And then, of course, the ravioli, which is one of his favorites, which I liked to do because I could see the the result of it. I could see him it turning him on as I was doing it. So why don't you describe those two types? Okay, so um, Tootsie Roll. <laughs> so good. Um, and this is so visual, so it's hard to verbally describe this for viewers. They really have to check it out because uh, it's all very detailed um, in the videos. Um, that's why you have to be an adult to watch my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so you've got your hands palm face down, wrapped around his shaft with your index fingers touching your thumbs. So it's like you're making the okay symbol with your finger and your thumb around his shaft, kind of in the middle of his shaft. And then you're, you're squeezing it a little bit and you're pulling your fingers up. You're pulling your hands apart so that one hand is moving down towards the base of the shaft and the other hand is moving up towards the head. And then when you get to the base of the shaft and just under the head in that neck under the corona, you do this little twist with your wrist so that you, one hand is twisting one direction and the other hand is twisting the opposite direction as if you were twisting um, the, the ends of a Tootsie Roll package, you know, uh-huh. you twist in opposite directions. It's like that. And then you come back to the center and then you pull apart again and twist at, at, at the end point. And then you watch so his face. Yeah, you got to watch his face because that's when the smile melt. comes yeah. on. <laughs> and the moan. And the moan, yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love it. Um, and then popsicle where you've got your hand wrapped around his shaft and you go up the shaft. This is most easily done on an erect penis, but it can be done on a flaccid penis as well with, with modification. So you go up the shaft with your hand and then you kind of take your fingers, uh, you release your grip just a little bit and go over his head so that the palm of your hand is traveling over his head, maintaining contact the whole time. That's key so that you're stimulating 
his head the whole time. And then you go back down the other side. So it, it feels like the up and down, but with uh, over the top in the middle of it. So you're going up and over and then down the other side. You could do that side to side or you could do it front to back. It doesn't matter. Both feel amazing. You could do it with one hand or the other. It doesn't matter. But at one point, your thumb is pointing up. And when you go over the head, then your thumb is pointing down as you go down the other mm, side. Yeah, me. Just to give the visual there. Do you remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I I love having my cock worshipped. Uh, Carol loves cocks. She loves giving blowjobs. She loves touching them. She loves fucking them. And I was watching. I, it was very hard for me to keep my eyes open because it was so pleasuring and intimate when she was touching me. But I saw in her eyes and in her breath, heard in her breath, that she was getting very into it. So um, for me to choose my favorites, I would choose um, because I like my cock being squeezed. I, I like the pressure of her hands on it. And I have, like you said earlier, a very sensitive head. And I love the, the sensation when it's super lubed up or super wet with something going over it. So for me, it's the corn on the cob. It's the popsicle. And it is the the, the popsicle. Oh, the Did I say popsicle yeah. already? Popsicle, Tootsie Roll, and Corn on the Cob, yeah. um, which is all about pressure, hands going in different directions, everything going over the head of the cock. And um, Carol did give me a little treat because every once in a while her little finger would slip into my little anus. And I love having that whole area down there stimulated as well. And it, for me, it was just mind-blowing and not cock blowing to have um, this amazing experience. And thank you so much for telling us to listen and watch them right through from beginning to end. Yeah, because there's just so much in there that it can get really overwhelming. And then it's like, uh, okay, what do I do? You know, so it, it also to, to nip the overwhelm in the bud and to make it really doable for, for um, clients when they're going through the course that's totally what I recommend. One module at a time, one video at a time, because there's several videos within each module. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm really glad that you mentioned that Carol got a lot out of this because prior to actually trying this stuff, most women think that this is all about just servicing your man and that he's the only one getting the pleasure here and that you're just sacrificing your own pleasure in order to pleasure him. And that could not be further from the truth. It is, oh, um, oh, it's so juicy to be in that much control in the bedroom as a woman giving to such a degree of proficiency and rocking his total world. Um, that feels amazing. And it's really hard to not get turned on oh, when she, you can make him squirm. She yeah. had me squirming all over the table. And, and really, she would have gotten more turned on if I had a blindfold on and I was tied down and I really couldn't move. <laughs> and, you know, that, that's yes. another variation <laughs> of it. But we'll get into that um, another time. So, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. And before we ask for some final advice, you've been talking a lot about, you know, you do this to coach women, you coached us but what turns you most on in bed and do you like being in control in the bedroom or do you like being dominated when you're with your partner i would say uh it used to be i like to be done too i like to be dominated only because i didn't know what to do really but now that i actually have this whole slew of techniques 
can totally drive them wild. I prefer to be the one in control. Um, I get off on it so much. Uh, it's just a total different layer of enjoyment that I never even knew existed. So yeah, I, I like to, as much as I love a good orgasm, absolutely. Uh, I would, I would prefer for someone to just lay there and let me have my way with them. <laughs> I, I've just created a new fantasy. My new, my new fantasy, I'm not getting rid of the other one, but my <laughs> new one is going to be Carol sitting on my face and giving me a popsicle, corn on the cob, and Tootsie Roll while I'm licking her pussy and she's sitting on my face. And you can't come. I can't come. Good that, God. <laughs> that's going to be good. Oh, that's, yeah, that's going to be yeah, really gonna good. Be really I'll good. just squirt all over your face. <laughs> That'll and, be for the next episode. <laughs> right? That's right. We'll let you and know how it squirting. goes. <laughs> all right. All right final like, advice. Yeah, listen, let's just wrap all this up by telling people the two main reasons why women should take your course and learn the art of erotic massage, that, which can really help their husband. And how to mind. blow his mind yeah, with the best hand yeah, jobs. Exactly. Yes, um, there are lots of reasons, but two reasons, definitely um, female empowerment in the bedrooms and also discovering discovering how to be powerful in the bedroom in a feminine way and discovering what really turns you on about giving to your guy. There's one reason because that, that just carries out into the rest of the world. You having that amount of confidence you're asking for raises at work you're you know like it's just it changes who you are the other reason is it ups your communication in the bedroom like you start talking about stuff you've never talked about it feels safer to um it feels safer to talk about tough conversations when you actually have the words and that's what you end up end up learning through my programs on rockthebedroom.com because you have to ask your guy what he likes. You have to open up a conversation and um, it, it just anyone knows that without communication that relationship's dead in time. So um, it's just a really fun way to learn how to talk to your guy and to get your own needs met as well. Absolutely. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Thank Lee. you for that advice. Um, thank you so much for sharing all that great information. Why don't you, I know you've mentioned it a couple of times, but why don't you just summarize and tell people where they can find you online, social media, your website, reach out to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so on uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, uh, I am Rock the Bedroom. And um, I put up videos all the time. And my website is rockthebedroom.com. And the free technique, Powdered Sugar, is on there that you can sign up for and, and watch. And I do have a YouTube channel as well. It's Lee Jagger. Perfect, perfect. And of course, if you missed any of that information, you just can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests has their own guest page with all their information. And you can even contact them directly there if you have any questions about their work. Absolutely. And like we did this week, we're learning more and more every week with all our expert guests. We hope you do too. If you have any questions at all, you know you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Alrighty. Wow. The end of another great show with another great guest. Lee Jagger, thank you so much for being here today. It's always a pleasure to talk with you too. <laughs> thank you for having me. Our pleasure. And of course, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. And we invite you to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, 
and of course, always horny. For sure. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I and Lee send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. <laughs>